welcome back to the Valley Variety. My name is Jacob Jones. He is Vignettes. We have a very, very special guest in the studio with us today. The first unrestricted free agent in NBA history, Suns Ring of Honor member, Tom Chambers. NBA All-Star MVP from 87, yeah. right? That was the 1987 All-Star MVP. You guys' research is so, it's okay like so that? far. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Four-time All-Star? Four, yeah. 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 You, you know, I was actually looking up that All-Star game because yeah. I got curious. Jordan, Magic, Bird, Kareem, and Dr. J. Uh-huh. All-Star MVP is the did 30... You say, did you say Magic? Yeah, Magic uh, was yeah, there. Yeah. yeah, he was the reason I was the MVP. I was, <laughs> he had like what, have 19 assists, right? Uh, he had a bunch. You know, we were behind by quite a few points there at the end, and uh, we made a, a, a big run. And uh, Rolando Blackman put a couple free throws in and put us into overtime, and we were able to beat him in overtime. I think it was the highest-scoring All-Star game like in history up until when they started this new we don't play defense stuff. <laughs> Before the whole injury, don't yeah. get anyone hurt. No, yeah, no, 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 all-star games. The all-star games are just, yeah, Davis yeah. Yeah, yeah, now it's just a, a three-point spree and no defense. You know, back then we, we got after it. You well, know, I mean, $2,500 extra for the winners was a big amount back then. Well, hey, you you had the most three-pointers in that game. I did? Yeah. Like, like two <laughs> two for three. Oh, man. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, you think about that. I was hot that game with two three-pointers. Yeah. and yeah. So what we're saying is, like, Dirk didn't change the game. You did. Tom oh, Chambers changed two it. threes? Yeah, no, you yeah. three-point lights out, 60% from three. You know. Well, I mean, I, I, I didn't shoot. If I shot one three a game, it was a lot back then. I really didn't. And the only oh, yeah. reason I started shooting threes was just to get people to come up on me and guard me so I could go dunk on them. Because they all backed off of me and and, uh, and 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 just kind of invited me to shoot then, so I became a good shooter and guys had to play me honest so I could do what I like to do best, go to the rim. Well, and I'm, you, I'm, I'm glad you mentioned the dunk because what everyone knows your career for the dunk over Mark Jackson. I've been wondering is that was that personal? Was that is that highlight tapes I watched as a kid? That looked that looked pretty personal. Over I had no problem with Mark Jackson whatsoever. It was personal with the New York Knicks. Um, they were the best team in the East at the time, and we were trying to be the best team in the West, and so we wanted to, you know, win that basketball game. It was like a, a one-point game at the time, and we needed the hoop, and I wasn't going to let Mark Jackson get in the way of me getting to the rim, and so I got to the rim, and uh, and everybody keeps talking about it like that's the only dunk I ever had in my career, you right. know? <laughs> it's certainly... But it's special in this way. Incredible. Because you have... He put his knee in his mouth. <laughs> You can find the gif on on Google. It's all over the the dunk, the, the gif of you yeah. dunking over Jackson. But you have a, like a bronze statue of someone that someone made for you of the dunk over. Like who made that? <laughs> Where did that? Oh come golly, from? I, I can't believe I don't, don't remember the artist who made it. But when the Suns retired me in '97, they made two of them. They kept number two, and I got number one. So there's two bronze statues out there about. I know it's about three feet high. Really cool. I mean, the guy did a great job back then. We're going to need to see one of those. I know. We gotta, <laughs> and there's hey, two of them. Is this still at your house? Is it it just, is. It's on your, on your mantle somewhere? It's, it's not on my mantle. It's right next to the bathtub in the bathroom. You know, it's in a very prominent place. <laughs> do you, you, do you sleep with it at night? Uh, I do not. It's very heavy. Oh, okay. Yeah, oh. And, yeah. I think so. It's pretty. Uh, it's it's, it's, it's kind of cuddly, right? Or. Good bathtub uh, uh, no, no. Are we serious in this show, or are we just no, going to be smartass the entire time? <laughs> this is the most unserious show that you've okay, ever been good. a part so of. So I do not sleep with the hardware. I know okay. you sleep with hardware. <laughs> <laughs> I do not. <laughs> you know, there's it's, a, it's a tough truth. We, we also have 
poll question that we put out on our Instagram in poll time. A poll question. Do you have a breast poll too? Jesus Christ. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You know, he's trying to avoid it, but I want to make a poll question on Instagram. Was that personal, yes or no? No. I'm still going to have to ask the viewers. So you're thinking, so it was personal between me and Mark Jackson? You said it was personal with the Knicks, so it's 50 50 there. Well, no, it was personal because we needed a basket. Is that personal? Have you ever scored a basket? That's good enough for me. And so the rec league, he's actually pretty good. Talking to the wrong guy. He's a nice fadeaway in the rec league. So he 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 went speechless, and that's not like him. So obviously he's never scored a basket. Man, (laughs) I like how I'm the one that's not speechless now. I started in middle school, and it was a rough road for me. But this isn't about me, Tom. All right, it's not about you. It's not about me. Well, I'm just glad I got you to stop speaking for a minute. That was awesome. I got hey, I got you to shut up yesterday. Remember that? Why would I do? When you showed up late. (laughs) Well, I, I you know I felt bad for a minute. It was really funny. Yeah. Huh. Like man, he really felt sorry. That's incredible. <laughs> I actually wanted to ask you about Jerry Colangelo, the Godfather of sports here in Arizona. When you signed here in what was it, '87, first restricted region, you going to be a history. What did, why Phoenix? What did Jerry sell you on when you come to the Suns? Well, I mean, the team had sold me the year before. I mean, we had played against them at the end of the year, and they had acquired you know Kevin Johnson and Tyrone Corbin, Mark West. I mean, they had Eddie, they had Jeff Hornacek. I just thought they had the makings of a really good team. They needed a power forward, and they had traded uh, Larry Nance to get those guys. So really, the big hole in, in their game was was the power forward position. Certainly good weather. You know, I'd heard rumors that if I signed back with Seattle, they had a bunch of forwards at the time that I, they may trade me somewhere where I didn't like it. And so it was just a great opportunity for me to be to fill the exact criteria needed to become an unrestricted free agent. And, you know, Jerry came knocking, and he, he you know, he's the – and he's like EF Hutton when he talks, you listen, you know. And, and we had a, a real early meeting the very first day we could do it. And uh, I knew um, I knew Paul Westfall. Um, I'd worked his camp before. He had the same agent I had. So Paul, you know, organized that. And so I got to meet Cotton and, and, and Jerry. And we were down there in my agent's house. Uh, 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 oh, my gosh. Uh, Howard Slusher's house. And uh, they came in with a great proposal. And. And uh, I just, I mean, they, they didn't have to do a whole lot of selling because I loved the Phoenix area. I, I loved watching what those guys did the year before when they were trying to rebuild the team. And I wanted to be a part of that. I mean, I, I felt that we could be really good. I didn't know we were going to be going to the Western Conference Finals like the first year, but, you know, we were we were a really good team. Uh, one of my favorite stories that Jerry's ever told about it is that he was at a meeting and David Stern was talking about unrestricted free agency. <laughs> and this, But the Seattle GM and owner were there too. And he looked at him. Because they were at the same table or next to him, he said, "You just lost Tom Chambers." Yeah, he looked at Barry Ackerley, and, and uh, I don't think he actually said it. I think he just kind of thought it when he looked up at him, like, "Oh, <laughs> well, you just lost a power forward. We traded one, and, and, and you lost one." So yeah, Jerry Jerry had that uh, feeling right away. He it's interesting that he knew right then in that meeting when they said you had to be on going into your third uh, contract, you had to be in the league. What was it, seven years? I mean, there was some criteria you had to meet, and, and it was it was like it was written for me. I mean, it really was. It was exactly what needed to happen for me uh, going into my seventh year to, to happen to be uh, you know unrestricted. With the time we have, I'd like to get into some stories. We have a, yes, a really serious. crazy story from your son, Skyler, about <laughs> Charles about Barkley. Barkley. I'm not sure if he's told you, but what was it? I think you remember in a hot, better than I In did. a hot tub. I don't know whose house it was, but in a hot tub, Barkley from Philadelphia era, when your son was about five years old, he and another kid's player were in a hot tub with Barkley, splashing each other around, and Barkley ripped them by the shoulder, by the by the shorts, 
and said, if you splash me one more time, I'm going to rip your hearts out. <laughs> that was Philadelphia Barkley. <laughs> what the? Well, Charles is Charles. I mean, he, he said, he said, uh, and that would be funny to me. Obviously, to two children, it wasn't funny. They were, you know, they probably got quiet, like you, <laughs> yeah. like you for a minute. You know, yeah, somebody, you somebody takes something away from you, and you, you, you know, you stomp around a little bit. But no, they, Charles was always a great guy. He was fun. He was entertaining, and uh, got along great with him. You can't help but rip into me whenever you can. <laughs> now I know it's a fun show. <laughs> it is. It's not. It's not a serious show. Like, well, how could you be doing if I was? Uh, probably oh. a lot better right oh, now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a serious show? No. Oh, oh okay. So the only reason we're on live radio is because we're we're idiots. Yeah, that's right. There's too many. There's too many sports shows out here. Yeah, too serious. Not too serious. <laughs> Why we call ourselves the Valley Variety? Is it the ver- we put the variety in Valley Variety. We also stumble on our words, Tom. Yeah, yeah. Dolly Variety. <laughs> like Dolly Parton. A uh, Valley. Oh, Valley. Yeah. Valley Variety. You know the, the Valley Variety. The Valley. You were supposed to wear your son's jersey today. Did you not? I know it was. In the, it didn't. Well, I picked it up and it didn't smell too good. So I was like, oh, you know, man, you know, he plays you in NBA Two K. He put. Well, that's, he, if he wants to win, that's what you should do. He's. He, well, we were playing Two K the other day, and I and he I was picked burning. Tom Chambers because you're on one of the you're on the Phoenix Suns all time list on mm-hmm. NBA Two K. Have you ever played with? Do you play video games? You play with yourself or no? Anyone you know that he, is, he plays with himself, but I've never played. Jesus, with come on, man! We can't. We can't have this. <laughs> no, I've been told. I've been. I've been told that even way back into Sega Genesis and all that. I mean, they used to let me, you know, jump from from uh, the three point line and, and shoot from the half court line, and, and I was I was always good on the games. But have I ever played myself on a video game? No. Not one time. Have you ever seen? Does it? Have you ever seen like an avatar of yourself on? I've seen a clip of me jumping from like half court and dunking. Is it? Yeah. Is it accurate? What you what you look like in the? In that is it? Uh, no, no, not at all. I do want even more accurate. You're an 88 overall on the all time Suns. Is that yeah, right? That's right. So like 99 is the highest. Like LeBron and uh, Michael Jordan are 99s on the all time Cleveland and Bulls teams. You're an 88 on the Suns. Is that accurate to you, or do you think it should be higher? Is that because that's the year I came here, or is that because I have no idea how to like, rate, how you rate somebody? That they, I'm the I don't wrong know person. Ask. You'd, you'd have I'm to just, tell me. Look, Ronnie 2K does that when he asks about his video game. I'm just asking you. If I don't like, know. I don't know what that means. I I do know this that, that when people play me, they win. So yeah. I think I should be rated higher. <laughs> that's, so. right. that is actually true. <laughs> basically, basically, people put you as a B plus player. That's B plus player compared yeah. to what? Compared to Michael Jordan, apparently. I, I'm I'm just speaking for I'm what okay their ratings that. are. Okay. All right. I mean, you played in that era with yeah. You beat them. Hey, MJ, MV, MVP of the All Star game against Jordan and Johnson Bird. Come on, I had a good day. Good, <laughs> good day. I mean, the All Star MVP isn't too bad in that in that group of guys. The Tom Chambers era is what I want to call it now. No, that era. No, you know, I wasn't even supposed to be. I wasn't there. even supposed to be in the game. Really? No, I mean, you I, the starter. I, 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 well, that's that's a good point, and 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 I'll tell you the story because you didn't do enough research. I was, oh, a, I was a substitute because Ralph Sampson blew out his knee. Oh. So I was invited in as an injury replacement. And since the game was in Seattle, Pat Riley being Pat Riley started me, which is pretty ballsy when you think about I wasn't even supposed to be in the game and I'm starting ahead of guys that had been there, you know, times before. So right. so I was able to get the start. But, yeah. Is there any fun so stories? Part, part of your facts are accurate. Gotcha. <laughs> is there any fun stories you got from being in that locker room with – Guys, I mean, MJ itself, you know, if you watch The Last Dance, you see all just the crazy stuff he would put guys through. Is there anything that No, MJ it was it, it was just fun. I was just relishing the moment and enjoying the moment and being with these guys on my home 
floor um, in the kingdom, which was, you know, big, spacious, and cold. Family was there, you know, fans were there. Um, but to be able to play with Magic, you know, run with Magic, because I was a runner, uh, you know, more than a shooter, I was a runner. Like you talk about Dirk, Dirk wasn't a runner. He was better at the half court. I, I, I ran and, and dunked for a living, led the league in dunks a couple years in a row. Um, so that's kind of my game. So when you get to play with the Magic Johnson, who's pushing the ball, all I had to do was run out, catch, and dunk. And, and it, uh, I mean, it was uh, it was perfect for me. That type of a game uh, was really good. Now, in that All-Star game, Dr. J was his last All-Star game, so they kind of wanted him to be the MVP. And the East was kicking our butts pretty good, and uh, that could have happened. But then uh, we made a big run at the end and, and were able to win. I do want to talk about more recent news because I know – the Suns have kind of been scrambling as a media organization behind it, and the Suns' general management as well has been scrambling because of Kyrie Irving yesterday. I want you to kind of at, like talk about Kyrie, what he's doing with the Brooklyn organization. That isn't. Do you think that happened before? Like in your era of play, have you seen players just start to request trades from organization to organization, like Kyrie, Kevin Durant, have been uh, able to do? It's new. It's new stuff. You know, guys go in there and they sign one-year deals with an option, and it's crazy. I mean, we used to, Michael Jordan era, my era, I mean, we stayed with the team, you know. And I left because uh, I thought that uh, I was going to be moved. But um, I'm not a fan of all of that. I mean, Kyrie's one heck of a player. You can't deny his skill set. He's as good a ball handler as I've ever seen ever in the NBA. Um, but I do I like that type of stuff. I think I don't I don't think it's good for the NBA. But you know it's kind of like we're calloused uh, with it now because you hear about it uh, all the time. You know just go ahead and move me. But with Kyrie, I just think it came because you know he wanted a max four year deal and they weren't willing to give it to him, and so he said okay well then you know let me go and I'll you know find somebody that will. So it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. But there's not a whole lot of time. I mean there's right. a, just a few days for people to decide if they're gonna. You know, make a play for Kyrie, or or what the net or Nets are gonna um, even expect, because um, he may not want to sign with you. And then what do you have? I mean, so you really can't give up a whole bunch for Kyrie if he if he's just what they call it, what a three three month month rental. If if you so. yeah, yeah, and that's what I've been thinking about all this time. Like you know, the Lakers want him, Mavericks want him, but the Suns also have CP three. But he's only going to be here for a couple more years until he decides to retire. Well, putting that much money in one position, I don't know if that can happen. You know, I, I don't know how that would happen. I mean, that, that that's a big thing. And even even if you acquire a Kyrie Irving, you still have to match that salary. So you've got to give up enough salary to match it to have him come to whatever team he goes to. So they're going to have to be taking on contracts. I'm sure they're going to want contracts that are expiring so they can start over fresh. But um, it's a, it, there's, a, there's a lot of boxes that need to be checked to make something happen there. Yeah, with the remaining time we do have, how much the NBA has changed in terms of, like, the expansion. And the and you playing in Seattle for so long, obviously them, lo- them losing their team to OKC. If you had a, they had a chance to move a team back to Seattle, get that chance, should Seattle get that chance to have that NBA fan base? back there is that absolutely still there it's a great fan base i mean when when they left seattle it was like okay don't throw a fit don't sue anybody and we'll get one back to you well it's been a long time a long time waiting so certainly that'll be the the place that gets the team first i would believe you know obviously people are talking about las vegas you know getting a team um the teams that have gone there obviously in, in, in hockey have been very good you know football 
um, is getting the support. You worry about that being a you know kind of a, a migrant town or a team that just people just go to for you know for for special occasions. But there's there's a lot of, uh, of steady population there now. So, I mean, I, I think that would be a, a city, even though they used to didn't like that because of the gambling. But now gambling is a huge part of the sport. So, mm-hmm. so now I, I think I think those are the two cities that make the most sense. Yeah. Is it fair to ask you to choose between Seattle and Phoenix? Right now, or what do you mean, Seattle or Phoenix? Like, which one did you have more success in in your oh, Phoenix by far? I mean, yeah, you went to a championship in in Phoenix. Well, no, but uh, that's not that. I mean, I I was an All Star here three times. I mean, I led the team in scoring. Yeah. I, I was a I was All NBA two years in a row. You know, I mean, I was never All NBA in Seattle. Right. So so my years in, in Phoenix were as good as as it could be. Um, yeah, it was it was uh, I was I was at my best in Seattle. I had me an All Star year. And I loved my teams up there. When I first got to Seattle, it was the older guys, Jack Sickman, Gus Williams, and Fred Brown. And then it evolved to Xavier McDaniel and Dell Ellis, and, and we got good again up there. And that's why I was able to make the all-star team and, and, uh, and be able to do what I did. But, yeah, I love Seattle, but, no, Phoenix is, is uh, where, I, where I made a name for myself. We need to get you out of here so you can get to your show and to stop making jokes about people playing with themselves and the you, holes you just, and everything you, you else. Just, you just went all robotic and uh, stuff. I, hey, what hey, I, did, what do you, I, I just, you know, it's I'm just, trying to... It's just that hardware you sleep with that bothers me. <laughs> <laughs> so, like like we said, uh, Tom needs to go because uh, yeah, he has yeah. he's run out of time and uh, <laughs> I, we've run out of patience. Well, I'm, I'm, glad, I'm glad you got oxygen after coming up those stairs. <laughs> hey, that's, that's true. That's, <laughs> That's a little shout out to Cronkite of getting the elevator as soon as possible. <laughs> <laughs> All right, kids, thank you. Yeah, thank you so much, Tom.